Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, want to thank head baseball coach, athletics director at Gaston College, Sean Doty, I want to thank him for being on with us this morning. That was one of those conversations that it was so necessary to get Coach Doty on to talk about his club because they've done something. Well, I mean, they've never done it before. They've never had an opportunity to do it before. They made it happen, and now we're going to help try to see if we can get as many folks out to the district tournament at Sims Park as possible. But for now, we're going to pivot. We talked about this being a heavy golf day here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. And with that, we're going to talk to a number of teams that are vying for titles here in the coming days. One of those teams is the Cherryville High School golf team. And with that, I'd like to welcome Chad Cash to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Chad, thank you so much for spending some time with us on this Thursday morning. Good morning, Brian. I appreciate you having us on. Well, we, we definitely appreciate you coming on. You know, Chad, this is... This is one of the things, I mean, obviously you have a golfing background. You are a really good player, and, and I know that about you. But now you've gotten into the coaching game for Cherryville High School golf. Kind of what brought that about? What made that a reality for you? And, and how's it been so far in your experience as golf coach at Cherryville High School? Yeah, definitely, Brian. So uh, if you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners know a lot about Cherryville. So, you know, we're, we're well known for baseball. And um, I was lucky enough to be a part of some some really good baseball teams in the late 90s that won state championships. So I graduated from Appalachian and after that um, got really heavily involved with Little League Baseball in town and coached and um, organized the league for about 17 years. And a couple of years ago, just kind of got burned out on it. And, you know, after I came back from from college, golf kind of became my passion. So I just kind of inquired with uh, Scott Harrell, the AD at Cherville, and and said, "Could I get involved with helping the golf team?" So two years ago, started coaching, and um, it's been awesome. Like I said, uh, golf is, is now my passion, and I just love working with these kids. And um, been lucky enough so far. We've had some uh, two good teams that I've been a part of. Uh, we uh, have one back-to-back uh, Southern Piedmont 1A, 2A conferences, and got some really good players. Well, and, and from that, you know, you've had an opportunity to go to regionals this year. You had a runner-up finish in the regional, and now you've got your sights set on possibly winning the state championship. Now, now Chad, the question I want to ask you is, from your team's perspective, what are some of the things that you're focusing on in preparation for that state tournament? <laughs> Yeah, so we've, we kind of really the last, I want to say three weeks kind of started our tournament preparation where we've been traveling around to uh, different courses, just trying to, to gain as much experience as we can. We um, obviously played a lot at LinkedIn 
the 1A West was at Lincolnton. You mentioned that. We did finish runner-up. Didn't play our best there, but uh, feel like we we're fortunate enough to move on as a team to the state championship. But, yeah, we've been working hard every day uh, just going through our our practice routine. We set up practice routine for our five kids and set them up in different stations where we do, like, agility training and then range work and then also drills around the putting and chipping green. But uh, all that preparation – kind of kind of leading us towards one of our goals our you know our goals at the beginning of the year were just to to get better every day to win the conference championship which we did our third goal was to win the regionals came up a little short but our our final goal was still out there still a hill we're trying to climb to win the state championship and like i said that's coming up on us uh, this weekend we've got our practice round sunday at pinehurst number six and then we end up playing monday and tuesday now First of all, you you said one of the magic words, Pinehurst. When it comes down to being able to play in the North Carolina High School Athletic Association, it has a different ring to it when you start hearing about the championships taking place in a place like Pinehurst. Now, you and I know the value of Pinehurst, but for a 15- or 16-year-old kid, they might not truly understand the gravity of playing in Pinehurst. Can you kind of share your thoughts on what these kids are getting ready to experience, whether or not they even realize it? Yeah, that's a good question, Brian. We've, we've tried to prepare them for, uh, you know, kind of what to expect. Um, we, we are lucky that we did have three individuals last year that, that qualified to play in the state championship at Pinehurst. We didn't quite have enough, uh, enough in the regions last year to make it as a team, but we do have three individuals that are on, still on this year's team that are, that are going to be making their second trip to Pinehurst. Like I said, last year we played Pinehurst number six, uh, actually Longleaf. This year we're playing Pinehurst number six. So, you know, we've tried to prepare them for this. I I, I have played, uh, you know, multiple courses in Pinehurst and around Pinehurst, played number two a few times, played number eight. And uh, it is a, it's a cool place for, for a golfer. And, and we're hoping to kind of give them a little bit of an experience. Uh, hopefully Saturday we're, uh, we're going to play, uh, we're going to go up uh, a day before the uh, practice round and try to get them on the cradle, the par three course right there at Pinehurst and let them have some fun out there on the big putt and green and go in the pro shop and buy whatever they'd like to maybe have, uh, have some lunch over there. So we're trying to get them ready for that experience, but it's uh, for some of the ones that hadn't done it before. And even the ones that have went last year, it's kind of a nerve wracking experience. Like I said, the, the state does a good job putting on the tournament. Um, it feels like, uh, you know, a pro event. They're announcing their names at the first tee and everybody's got those jitters, even as a coach, uh, it's, it's kind of kind of got that um, lump in your throat kind of ready as the day gets started. And uh, we start early Monday morning, our first tee time for our only senior on the team, Jackson Tedder, is uh, is at 8 a.m. on Pinehurst number six. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's going to make for some fun days. There's no question about it. Now, Chad, you, I think you kind of led into it a little bit, and I'll let you talk a little more in detail about it. But trying to – I mean – the butterflies, the lump in your throat, if you will, the 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 impact of vying for a state championship, it's there and there's enough pressure of its own waiting right there for you the moment that you guys tee off on the first day. But when when you've got an opportunity like this, okay, whether or not you win a state t- title, that's one thing. But the one thing that's going to carry for these guys forever, for an, for a lifetime, are going to be some of the memories they make at a place like Pinehurst. How are you, as a coach, helping these guys along and trying to get them to understand that, okay, there's a time for business, but there's, an, there's a time for experience. 
how important is it for these guys to embrace the fun in this, to embrace the moment that we get to do something not everybody gets to do. We understand there's certain pressures that come with it, but we understand there's a ton of perks that come with it at the same time. Yeah, that's it's a hard balancing act for that. But we're, we're hoping that we can give them, you know, some experiences before the tournament and, uh, on Saturday and, and the practice round the day before. Because, you know, I've already told them, you know, I said, you're going to be nervous on that first tee. You know, you kind of basically just got to rely on, you know, your breathing techniques that we've talked about and really just kind of put in the back of your mind, listen, we've prepared for this. You know, we've been we've been working hard all year long trying to get better every day, just lean on that preparation. But at the same time, I mean, it's just golf, Brian. I mean, it's not it's not life and death. And we've told them, I said, you know, go out there and, you know, we're going to pick conservative targets, but we're going to make aggressive swings and we're going to, uh, we're going to play our best. But at the end of the day, you're either going to play good or you're not. And sun's going to still come up tomorrow. Let's just try to enjoy the experience. So it's, it's going to be tough on them because I know that they want to win and they're, they're going to be nervous, but, uh, but yeah, we've got to try to make sure that they understand that, uh, if this is something not every kid's going to get to do and it's something that they'll probably remember for the rest of their life and just enjoy it. Now, of course, I frequent uh, the Cherville Country Club from time to time, and this is, I actually got to see your group practice one time, and I was really impressed about one of the guys that was out there because he was hitting shots that there just was simply no way I could make those shots. Now, I realized eventually that was Coach Chad Cash that was making a lot of those shots, but you've got some guys on your team that are very accomplished. I want to give you an opportunity to kind of tell us about those guys and, the, and, and what kind of contribution they're going to make for a state title run this year. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to, I'd like to let you talk about the five uh, or talk about the five that are going to be going. So I'll, I'll kind of list them out and talk a little bit about them. We've got uh, our only senior on the team is Jackson Tedder. Uh, he is an excellent player. He was actually conference player of the year for the uh, Southern Piedmont 1A2A. He has signed a letter in tent. We'll be going to Montreat next fall. So uh, Jackson's a, a really good player. He is our captain. Had a scoring average during conference of 36. Didn't play great in the regionals, but uh, still, uh, Lincoln was playing tough. I think he finished like fourth in the regional, but uh, he's kind of our backbone. His brother uh, is our uh, second-ranked player. His name's Blake Tedder. He is only a 10th grader uh, and was is going to be a really good player as well. He had a scoring average in the 30s. Uh, our third-ranked uh, player going to Pinehurst is Tyler Strap. He is a junior, uh, been on the team for a few years, another really good player. And then we've got uh, two new ones that will be going to Pinehurst that uh, haven't – neither one had played in a regional, and um, neither one had um, – neither one had uh, – well, we had, had gone to Pinehurst. But that's Peyton Huffman, who's a sophomore, and then we have one freshman, Colton Robinson. So that will be the five that are going um, – with myself, and then I we uh, I have another coach as well. Timmy Fleming is uh, as coached uh, for numerous years in golf and charitable. Okay, so those now, Chad. I'm I'm glad you're bringing all this up. Chad Cash here with us, head golf coach at Cherryville High School. You you've got. I mean, to have this group have just one senior in the group kind of tells you you guys have your sights set not just for this year to make a state title run. Looks like you've got a number of years laid out to where you guys have your 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 eyes set on a pretty high bar. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, last year we felt like was uh, kind of the start of this little bit of little run that we 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 hope we can make the next couple of years. Like I mentioned before, we have, we are back to back conference champions, but um, 
like I said, like you said, just one senior and um, we, we really kind of put our marks on this year to try to make our best run. But yeah, we feel very confident in the next couple years with some of the kids we still have on the team that, uh, that we can hopefully put our put ourselves in position to, to try to compete for a state title for the next couple years. Okay. So Chad, let me ask probably the one obvious question to anybody that does spend any time around Cherryville. It is a hotbed for baseball. There's no question about it. You talked about it and your experiences around baseball, especially youth baseball. Is there a growing desire for youths to play golf in the Cherryville area? Um, I think partly there is. Um, I think we've, you know, actually with this group, uh, and a lot of them are members at Cherryville, and um, we do have – you know, a lot of younger kids that are that live around the golf course that play a little bit and see these guys play. And so I think that these guys are kind of kind of role models. And, and hopefully we can we can kind of start a feeder program for golf. Um, we do have a middle school golf program. But uh, but, yeah, I, I think that this could drum up some interest. Always, you know, when you have success, you know, we've saw it in baseball and cheerable. Um, hopefully with the success in golf, you know, we can get some kids to to start leaning this way and um, and try to create a program. You know, we're, we're years behind our baseball program. They have such good feeders with Little League and, and travel ball working up into the high school teams. And the high school teams got a really good shot at uh, uh, winning the state title this year in baseball. I think they've got eight seniors and uh, won their first uh, first round game yesterday. I think they play again Friday. So, yeah, that's kind of kind of the formula we'd like to build is, is, is to try to have some type of feeder program like our baseball program where we can kind of continue this success going forward. Well, and certainly I th you talk about that, that area of Cherryville right there off of Highway 150. With the expansion going on at, Cherry at Cherryville Country Club, I'm sure that's going to get some more folks interested into it as well. And, and, and really all you need is a handful of guys year in and year out to decide to make the pivot from baseball to golf. And those kids are going to be athletic and skilled enough to where you can put together a pretty solid team year in and year out up in Cherryville. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, uh, Dan Arthur's, you know, runs, uh, uh, is the owner of Cherryville Golf and Country Club. And he's been great to work with, lets the kids, you know, use the range, uh, doesn't charge us to, to get out there and practice. And we had a few matches over there. So, yeah, they, and they got a, they, he continues to work on that facility and, um, gives us an opportunity to, to continue to work with these kids. And, 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 and we've got a really good group. And, and like, I said, like you said, if we can just kind of get some of these younger kids uh, a little bit more interested in golf, and I think golf's probably at its, at its peak. Um, if you kind of take a look at, at years past, I think COVID, during COVID, a lot of people kind of got drawn to golf because it was something you could do outside. And, and that's kind of continued. I, you know, I play a lot down at Cherville, and, and it's as crowded as I've ever seen it the last couple of years. So I think, you know, there is a lot of interest in golf, and it's something we hopefully can keep that momentum up and, um, and continue to build the program. Well, Chad, I definitely want to wish you, you and your guys all the best of luck. I hope they really enjoy the tournament because, again, you said the magic words. Uh, a, a period of time down in Pinehurst to do all those kids are going to do to me – that's a that's a lifelong dream to be able to kind of live that kind of thing out down in Pinehurst. So I wish you guys all the best of luck. Continued success with the program, Chad. Thank you for being a part of the Rush Hour Morning Show this morning. Brian, thanks so much. Uh, appreciate you and your friendship, and uh, hope you guys have a good morning. Appreciate you having me on. You got it, brother. We'll catch up with you later on. All right. Take care. Folks, when we come back on the other side of the timeout, we'll continue on this Thursday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back.
We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.